Hi, this is Mark from The Third Mike, and you're listening to the BS Podcast Network. Your attention, please. The Magic Our Way Podcast is now leaving from New Orleans for an artistic tour of all things Disney. Jumbo, everyone. Rumble. Hi, Mr. Anonymous here, and you are listening to the Magic Our Way podcast. Magic Our Way takes an artistic view of all things Disney-related. Join your hosts, Kevin and Danny, Marvel expert and proprietor of ivorycomics.com, Eli, and your personal earmarked travel agent, you've got a friend in Lee, Lee Lastavica. Come join the Mauwekan Nation on social media and at magicourway.com. Jumbo, everyone! Harambe! And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way podcast. podcast. Ah, uh, sante, sante, wanta, 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 fanta. <laughs> Hello, Moicans, and welcome to the Magic Our Way podcast. You may be noticing that you're not hearing Kevin coming out of your speakers right now. You're hearing your friendly travel agent, Lee. Uh, that's because Kevin is on assignment right now. He's uh, getting down on the percussions and playing drums and whatever else he does. So, yeah, it's just us tonight. Kevin's not here. I'm going to be hosting the show kind of. Sort of. Sort of. <laughs> doing the best I can. Uh, so You're sitting in the Kevin's seat. I'm sitting in Kevin's seat. So That's right. officially that makes me the host. So get ready, folks. It's going to be an interesting show. Tonight we do have our comic guru, Eli, joining us. Yeah, that's right. How y'all doing out there? But we can land and again, asparagus aside to y'all too. <laughs> ah, and the fried asparagus to you, sir. Thank you. <laughs> And the a la carte to you as well. <laughs> and as always, Danny is here, is hosting us in the garage, the man cave. Thank you, Gandalf the Gray. And I, how, are <laughs> things, <laughs> how are things in Middle Earth? <laughs> I wish I knew anything about that show to come back with something witty, but I, <laughs> all oh I know goodness. is my precious. Can you? Do, okay, so now, listeners, you cannot see this, and Lee Lostovica has always had a beard, but. He has really, yeah. he's gone full Obi-Wan yeah, on us. Yeah, I'm going Mark Hamill and New Force Awakens <laughs> It's beard. a full shaggy. Yeah. Doug Dynasty. Doug, uh, is, is that uh, what it is? is yeah, there, that's good. <laughs> is there an opening on Duck Dynasty or auditioning? Maybe so, yeah. You know, uh, you're converting to Islam? Is that <laughs> <laughs> or ZZ Top needs a new member. That's right. Yeah, I let myself go a little bit over the Christmas break and... Had like three weeks of vacation. Just is like, yeah, I'm just not going to shave. So if you could see it, well, let me see. No, it's not going to work. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Kevin's long. mouth is going to be going near that microphone <laughs> that Lee just rubbed his beard off. <laughs> Gotta take it easy over there, Uncle Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin ain't going to be too happy about yeah, that. Dude, boy, is that <laughs> Speaking of Uncle Jesse, we got... Uh, Officer Moeekin, right? A here returning with champion. Yeah, champ. He's even wearing Daisy Dukes. What? <laughs> you do not want to see this in any shorts that <laughs> Daisy Dukes. All right. So, yes. Yeah, so, today we're going to be covering a lot of Q topics, some news topics. We're going to give you some opinions and all that good stuff. So, um, let's get into it without... What is, what is, what is Kevin saying? Enough of this jibber-jabber. Enough of this jibber-jabber. Let's go make some magic. There you go, Michael McDowell. All right, guys, welcome to the queue, and we're going to start off with uh, Welcome Gate. Uh, <laughs> apparently, Disney has put out its new welcome show. They've gotten rid of the old one, uh, the one we all know, where the characters arrive by train, and it's kind of created a firestorm. And uh, so ha- has everyone here seen the original show? Yes. Mm. You, all of us here have taken part. I, I don't normally get up in mornings. I've seen it. Maybe twice. I saw it on accident, basically. You saw it on accident? Yeah, like, we're like, can we get in? No, we got to wait for the show. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, Kirk, you seen it? I've seen it. Okay, you say, okay. Clearly, none of us has been the, to Disney World within the last week. Right. Right. All right. So, we've had to rely on YouTube, and I'm assuming we've all seen the new show. 
Correct, yes. Amundo. All right. Thoughts on the new show. Kirk, you're the guest. We're going to let you start first. What did you think of the old show? How do you think the new one uh, measures up? The old show, the train show, that's iconic. Yes. Should not have gotten rid of it. Mm. I just love the end with the characters coming in on the bus, on the bus, the train, and the uh, characters of Main Street mm-hmm. that do the little dance. I've seen the castle show. It just looks like a generic castle show. Yeah. I'd have to agree with you Nothing special. More Disney characters come out, which is, I guess, fine for the people who want to see that. I really don't care about that. Well, part of the problem, though, is that they have to do something because they're refurbing the the train station. Well, not just that. I think a lot of it is uh, personal safety as well, is mm -hmm. that you have a very small amount of people piled into a very tight, closed space. And now that they've started, I mean, I don't think that this was an issue prior to the metal detectors. Mm-hmm. And my understanding is, is that once the show got moved, more metal detectors went up, which makes more sense. Yeah. You know, because n- now that you have the ability to, you're going to start letting more people go through the metal detectors. Right. And I will say, I, uh, a couple of people were there for race weekend, and they said that basically they were sending everyone through the metal detectors. Yeah. It was no longer like picking and choosing, like, okay, everyone's going through metal detectors now. So, yeah, I, mm. I, I think we can all understand why they did it. I think yeah. it is a public safety issue. I don't think... It's going to return once the, the refurb is done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they broke the train down to make well, metal detectors, it sounds like. So, <laughs> well, they should just put everybody back. on the train <laughs> and run them through one big metal detector. Oh, that's a great idea. Who was it? Who did that? <laughs> like, oh, it's in this car somewhere. Y'all all got to go home. <laughs> got you. Oh, like a big x-ray machine. You know, like you go to the airport, you got to oh, stand still, one. and then the thing goes around you. Like mm-hmm. that would be good. Well, they can make a ride out of that in Future World. Sure, nice. Why not? There you go. Scantron 2000. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to replace the Stitch show. Oh, I, I'd, I'd rather watch some x-ray people <laughs> than <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to watch the Stitch show. It's sure. Hot, hot, uh, hot dog, stinky breath. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm kind of with you there. But, uh, okay, so we understand why they're doing it. And I don't think any, I mean, on the one hand, it's really cool to see all the characters arrive by train. It's cool. It's, it's obviously a better show. Yeah. Hands down, a much better show. But on the other hand, mm. there's public safety. And um, my main thing with this is that I get it. I just wish that they could do it someplace other than... Because I think, like Kirk just said, it just becomes another generic boring castle. I mean, it really it looked like it took them all of their lunch break to come up with this show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, part of, part of the problem I have with it, the, the, the difference is there's no songs. No, it's there's music, but there's no songs. Like when right. you're when you're at the opening show, there's like three or four songs, and if you've been before, you know, yeah. been to Disney before, you know those songs, and you can either you know kind of sing along or mm-hmm. just and, you know it's it's very it makes it very exciting. And I don't know if it was the video quality of the person that filmed the one I watched online, but nobody sounded even excited no. at the castle show. Like when you watch a video of the opening show, everyone's cheering. Maybe again because they're packed in more, it's a little louder, mm-hmm. but that adds to the ambiance of it. You yeah. Know? And so, but no one even seemed excited about this show at all. I mean, they were they were clapping and things like that, but it, you could tell the difference just in the vibe of the audience from one to the other. Well, because there was no writing of the show. There was barely a show. I mean, yeah. it, it was so poorly written. At one point in time, the guy comes out and goes, here ye, here ye, I am so-and-so. and so. Oh, my God, look at the time. Okay, let's get to it. <laughs> because they didn't want to have to write a script. <laughs> and um, what was really so cool about the original show is that story-wise, thematically, it made sense. Mm-hmm. Because the mayor would come out and he'd welcome you to Main Street. Mm-hmm. And then you'd have all the the Main Street performers, the, the little cast. Of, then you see the characters and it's almost like they're coming to work. It's almost yeah. like they're arriving and now they're going to go out and inhabit their little world. And it all made sense thematically. So I, I understand why they had to do it, but it's a bummer that they couldn't have been bothered to put more than right. an hour's worth of thought into it. And let me tell yeah. you something I didn't, I didn't even think about it until I watched the video side by side. Now you don't have, in the morning, the family of the day. Mm. And that was like, I mean, that's a huge deal. Yeah. You know, and and maybe I would assume and I would hope that they're going to work on the show and it will get better. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if they leave it like it is, you know, and not have the family of the day and not have those, all those little extra touches. I mean, that's, that's really disappointing. What What they really could do is they could maybe have the show on Main Street and have people popping out of the shops and have the. Dapper Dan's pop out of this shop and have Mickey pop out of, you know, of, uh, you know, a different store and things like that and lead you into the, the park. 
gather people within the little uh, the hub. Not yeah. the hub. That's not the hub, but the, where the no, flag. I know is. you're talking about like the little yeah. town square kind of area. Yeah, but yeah. then again, you're talking about it. It's still crowded, a, and yeah, it's still a very tight space. And I, I don't know. I like the idea of what they put in place there, which is that you get to arrive an hour early, go grab coffee. Mm-hmm. Get some souvenir shopping done. Have breakfast. Oh, there's, right a, in front there's of the a good idea. Come spend some more money. <laughs> <laughs> Here's an extra hour for you to spend money. You can't ride anything, but you can buy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's magical, but it ain't free. Educate <laughs> <laughs> well, free. You can get a caricature on Main Street and so yeah. I like that. I like the idea that they're going to open it. Look, and hey, you don't have to go early. You don't have to be there for rope drop. Yeah. You know, well, but that's- I remember when I went to uh, Disneyland Paris. That's exactly what they did. They opened up Main Street and they had ropes sectioning off the different lands, much like they do now. And they didn't even give you a welcome show. They played like some little musical little number over the the loudspeaker. Somebody said something in French and they dropped the ropes and people went their separate ways. But up until that, drop. But all you had to do in that period of time is go up and down Main Street and look at the shops. Yeah, but no. isn't that, isn't that how it would be before if you have a like say a breakfast reservation? Oh, yeah, and then that's it that's let you the into Main Street to go to your reservation, right? And have and, everything roped off, and that's the quote unquote controversy: is that people now now will not be able to do that. Well, they can do that, but you won't be able to get that nice, clean picture of the castle with no one in front of it. You know, you won't be able to, you know, have that really get there earlier than everyone else. Is that really a, a controversy? I don't know. It's a controversy, but that's what people are complaining about. I mean, because basically, when when you get there, they don't let you in. They let you in at the same time they let everybody else in well no i mean if if the park opens at nine and you have a dining or a, a breakfast reservation at eight you can go inside the park and go to crystal palace oh you're talking about the people who make reservations right. to go to right. that's reservation what I'm saying. i mean that's what people are complaining about oh wow well if you have that's a true. reservation for like 805 or something like that i mean you can still get there for 755 and i'm sure they'll let you in if it's that important of you to you to go ahead and get that picture yeah but that's what i'm saying if, if they're letting everyone else in at eight and the park opens at nine then you don't you don't have that alone time on the on the park. I'm just saying, make your reservation not, for eight and be in the park for seven fifty five. Right, but that, that's not it's not an issue to me. I'm just telling you that's what people are complaining about. Well, they, they I'm sorry. There's bigger issues. <laughs> Public yeah. safety, or you need a picture with nobody else on Main Street. Come on, yeah. So. Public safety, public safety. You know what's a tragedy? What was a real tragedy? Is that I saw that new intro and I was like. What do they have Jasmine wearing? That that looks like a big piece of fabric softer. I, I know that's the new costume, but that I'm with you guys as far as the first one being iconic. And then like I saw the second one, and I didn't get the guy doing the hee hee thing. Like he totally did not fit at all. No. And but like you said, the characters came out, and I I was like, no, y'all did. You first of all, it's good job to have Jasmine come out first, but not in the fabric softener outfit. I was like, that's that's not even like a good. That's not a good look. You're a burka. They're gonna put her in a burka coming up soon. <laughs> Listen, no, because even if I'm not even saying, hey, look, she's got to be, you know, half naked, but like compared to the other characters that came after them, mm-hmm. like they were decked out. Even the uh, the the stepsisters, like you know, they were like you know. Boom, ball gowned out and everything like that. So I was like, oh, man, you're not even representing my favorite princess, right? I almost turned the YouTube clip off after <laughs> that. But for the sake of the show, and you guys here, I, I watched the whole thing. But um, I, I, I'll give them credit for them having, like, the animated Mickey head, you know, with the eyes blinking, the mouth moving. That's really about it. I mean, that, that's about all I could really give them on that. But hopefully they do a little bit more with the show and give Jasper a better costume. That's all I'm. That's all I'm <laughs> I had to get that out. I'm sorry. I had to get that out. Oh, man. Work it out. I thank you. I, I Rub it out. It. Rub it out. <laughs> oh. Right here? Oh, please no. I'm a call. <laughs> all right. Next up on the queue, Disney is introducing a Disney Dine on the Go prepaid quick service meal plan starting January the 12th. And uh, Lee, do you want to give us a little bit more information about this as yeah. our resident travel agent? Sure. I would love to. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Danny. Thank you, Hooper. <laughs> Who's Hooper? Jaws. <laughs> oh, shit. We're going to need a bigger show. <laughs> Fear like a pop of public. Uh, it was really smooth dollars. how he did it, too. Huh? <laughs> I was thinking like Mr. Hooper from Sesame Street. I'm like, Hooper, you idiot. Starboard. Ain't you watching it? <laughs> 
<laughs> All righty. So, uh, yes, this is a new test that Disney is doing with a quick service plan. And the big thing here is that it's not included in your normal, like, week-long service plan. So this is something that anyone can get. By the day. By the day, whether they're staying on site or not. So the regular dining plan right now, any dining plan you have, you have to have a, a hotel reservation with Disney. So it's on-site guests only. This is for anyone. And what you can get is two quick service meals for $30 for an adult, $12 for kids, uh, kids being three to nine. And that's per day, two quick service meals. And you have to use one before four o'clock and one after four o'clock. So I'm assuming that's to keep you from quote unquote splitting it, buying one plan and buying, you know, like just buying lunch for two people. Mm -hmm. But again, the biggest uh, differentiation here is that you can get it whether you're staying on, on property or not. Right. And so I think that's uh, the wrinkle, so to speak. Uh, so again, what do you guys think about uh, number one, being able to do this daily, and number two, it being available for people that are not staying on Disney property? Oof. I like the fact that they've come up with a, a meal plan um, that is uh, affordable for families. If you're an adult, this makes little to no sense. The savings are minimal. And as best as I could see, I mean, most entrees over at the quick service locations. And by the way, just we, we should mention the quick service places. You got Casey's Corner, Columbia Harbor House, Cosmic Ray Starlight Cafe, Pecos Bill Talton Inn and Cafe, and Pinocchio Village House. So well, we should have said that too. It's also only for Magic Kingdom. Yes. So this is not anywhere, any park. It's only for Magic Kingdom. Only for the quick service right. locations mentioned at Magic Kingdom. Can you redeem this plan for which just for funny you know just to throw it out there it's actually the quick service meals at, at magic kingdom are pretty much better than the sit-down restaurants at magic kingdom so <laughs> for the most part yes i, I would so, agree that and not only that i mean the the table services for the most part like the beauty and the beast cinderella's world table are impossible to get into right but yeah the, but that's not saying a lot there it's this is probably the, well we'll get into this as we go but i i do think it's it doesn't make a whole lot of sense for adults but for kids this is a bargain. Mm -hmm. I mean, it costs you about $8 for an entree. I mean, it's not like you have the kids' prices and the adult prices. I mean, it's the same price. Right. I mean, $30 for an adult, that's $15 per meal. Yes. that's You can eat quick service for about $15 yeah, a meal, unless but, you're ordering the most expensive thing. Yeah. But you're also maybe spending a little more than you need to, is depending on where you eat at. But probably 15 bucks is okay, but it's not... It's if you're great. spending a little bit more, it's 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 by nickels and dimes. Because I mean, yeah. considering it's, it's, the fact that you, they're charging you about three fifty for a soda, yeah, maybe three bucks for a water. It's not like the regular dining plan where you could really go all out and and pick great restaurants and get quote unquote get your money's worth or even save some money using the dining plan. Right. So this is more of a convenience factor for adults than it is for a saving a money savings factor. Exactly. Adults don't need this. Now, if you're traveling with kids and you want an affordable way to eat at Disney. Yeah, six bucks a meal. Six bucks a meal for a kid is a bargain because the, you're, they're paying the same prices that you're paying. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it, eight dollars for chicken nuggets, three dollars for a soda, right there. Uh, it, you're at your twelve dollars on the one meal. Right. But to me, the one bad thing about this is, man, this is like eating McDonald's twice in a day. And I know for you, <laughs> that's not a big deal, Lee, because <laughs> yeah. I've seen the back seat of your car. <laughs> well, I mean, you got. Guys, we rode in Lee's car to go grab dinner tonight, and I kid you not, the back seat was littered with every type of fast food bag imaginable, wrappers, Wendy's, McDonald's. Man. Well, you got to mix King. it up, man. I had McDonald's. <laughs> you got to mix it I up. I had Whataburger. I had Taco Bell. I had Jack in the Box. You know, you got to have variety in your life. <laughs> I like that. I like that. You got to mix, mix up your saturated you gotta mix fats. Up your, you got to mix up your brown bags. You got to mix them up. Lee Lastavica knows fast. So, so for you, this is probably a dream plan. This is how you normally eat. This is ridiculously unhealthy though, for any family. <laughs> Come on. It's vacation. Hey, you're going to be exercising. You're walking 10 miles a day. That's, that's you work still. It you're going to get it all back when you leave it after 4 o'clock to get the meal again. <laughs> that is still so many... Dang calories. I mean, listen to these. Let me repeat the locations. Columbia Harbor House, that may be where you're at your best chance of right. getting a somewhat healthy meal. And that lobster <laughs> roll is about $14. So the, the adults will actually get a bit of a deal on that. There you go. Instead of the $15 per meal 
per day that you would get with right. this plan. But Cosmic Rays, come on. Chicken strips, <laughs> chain hamburgers. Pecos Bill, Casey's, Pinocchio. And there's not a whole lot healthy to be had at any of those locations. You can't finish the fries at Casey's. I, I, I tried. I couldn't mm. do it. And we've talked about this before. This is where I think the Magic Kingdom fails, is in that there isn't really like one or two halfway decent options as far as a quick service goes for people who are not looking to eat Fast chicken food. nuggets and hamburgers. chicken nuggets, burgers and fries. Abracadabra, yeah. your arteries are hard day. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't think about this until right now, but what if you want to park hop? You got to eat before you go. That's pretty much it. You know? Yeah. yeah. You know? I, I don't like the limiting fact of only eating it at Magic Kingdom. I mean, if you, you know, well, you have a plan. It is a test, first of all. Yes. So it's not something that's 100% on board yet. It's a test. So test it out at Magic Kingdom. That's where the most people go. You know, if you're going to only go to a park on your trip, you're going to go to Magic Kingdom. So that makes sense. Um, I would I imagine if they if they implement this across the board eventually, that it would be open to all parks. I would I would hope. You would hope, uh, but, but you yeah. never know. I just that's just my that's my only thing. And the, and the thing with the the time, I get that morning in the morning, one in the afternoon. But still, if you're going to give everybody an option, like you say, Dave, to eat as much burgers and fries as you want, <laughs> just I mean, let them go all out. <laughs> Let them go all out. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, if you are more of a conservative eater, you could technically use this for two people and split two lunches and split, you know, split a lunch between two people and split a, a dinner between two people. Oh, yeah. You know, that if, meal is heavy enough to where you could right. pull that off. You can just now, get the kids' meal. Just get the kids' meal and eat off the, the kids' because that's a decent portion. There is no kids' meal, though. I'm, isn't it well, the diet plan for the kids? You said it's Well, like, right, but I mean, yeah, you'd be getting the kids' meal, but you'd be taking off your kids' plate. You well, know what I'm saying? I understand, but I mean, it's a... What well, he's saying is buy, an, buy, buy a kids' plan instead of an adult plan. Well, yeah, but they're not going to sell it to you... As in, I mean, they're they're gonna say, okay, well, I don't, you know, the kids I mean, unless it's for little Johnny, you're right, you're right, SOL. right. No, I understand that, but I mean, it's still a, ha- a a huge portion for a kid to eat. It know? is right. That's what I'm saying. So you still can say, all right, well, look, let's split the burger in half. Like those fries at Casey's again, I couldn't finish them, and you know I like to eat. Oh yeah, I I went through. That. I was like, look, I can't eat two buckets of fries. I just can't do it. You know, so if somebody else would have came, like if somebody else would have came along and said, "Oh, I'm so hungry," so I'm like, "Here, here's a whole bucket of fries." Oh, all for those you. homeless people that are hanging out at Disney, well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> they'll never let them in because they the can't afford hammers. the dining plan. But you know, I'm just saying, like, no, like that's a, a lot of food. Yeah. So as a, an adult, you can't do anything with it but toss it away. Yeah. So if you have the kids' portion. At least you can say, Little Johnny, this is for you. But there's no way Little Johnny's going to be able to finish what he has. I'd be really you know? interested, though, to see if you could pull it off. Because let's say you have the regular Disney dining plan you have right now. Mm-hmm. And you have a counter service meal credit. The, the counter service doesn't care whether you buy a kid's meal or an adult meal. You can have a kid and buy them an adult meal. They don't, they don't. Because how many times are your kids actually walking up to the counter with you anyway? Right. They don't differentiate on quick service meals between kids' meals and adult meals. It's That's a credit. What I'm so could you technically, a, a family of four, just buy four kids' plans and buy and order four kids' meals? Yeah, but I guess what we're disagreeing at is that y'all keep referring to it as the kids' meal. And I'm trying to say there is no kids' meal because all the meals are the entree prices. Now, what y'all are saying is, is that, okay, I want to go up to the counter and just say, hey, listen, this is for my son, and I only want to get my son's meal right now. Mm-hmm. At that point in time, yeah, that part I I get. Right. And but what I'm saying is that there's a family of four, two adults, two kids. Why not just buy four kids, quote unquote, packages uh-huh. and eat, eat off the kids meal, eat off the kids menu? Because if you have four kids, I'm assuming, I guess what I'm saying is that you would have to, if you're going to buy four kids meals, you have to have four kids. Why? How do they know? They're Disney. Everything's on a magic band. They you're know. Not, but you don't have a magic band. You're staying off site. It's possible. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. This is an unknown for me. It, I, it is. I mean, we really out. don't know exactly how this is going to work out in, in that kind of sense. I got to imagine, though, it, it has to be, it's, it's got to be tied into your park ticket somehow. I'm sure there's going to be a voucher of some kind. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. but why not just buy four kids meal vouchers, walk up to the counter and say, I need four kids meals. You know, they don't know if you're buying for yourself or your kids. Yeah, no, I agree with you in that, in that sense is that they don't know whether or not you're buying for yourself or your kids. But I guess what I'm saying is, is that, not that I you're not going to get it unless you can produce the kid. 
Yeah, I, that, I, I don't know that they'll do that. <laughs> they, they, they what? Make you produce the kid? Yeah, I don't think so. Just, right there? Do that? You order four kids meals, and they'll walk up to the counter to pick it up, and they'll say, hey, where's the kids at? Yeah, I don't think they'll do that. No, 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 no. I don't think they'll do that in line. I think they'll do that when they're selling you the plan. Oh, uh, okay. That's what I'm kids? saying. No, yeah. Now you I can go up to the saying. line and yeah. you can go ahead and order whatever you want. But when you're buying the whatever vouchers. it is you're buying, you're going to have... There's no okay. way they're going to offer this kind of a deal and be like, we're just going to let people go on the honor system. <laughs> okay, now I'm yeah. with you. Now I'm with you. Yeah, actually purchasing the vouchers, they'll want to know... Where's the adults? Where's the kids? Yes. Okay, I get that. They're going to want to know your party size, I guess. Okay, I get that. But you still could just purchase two kids' plans and then eat, pay for the adult meals out of your own pocket. Yes. Yeah. Then, then, then you get a better value. It's still cheaper for the adults. I would do that. I would totally yeah. do that. Yeah. What I find interesting about this is that a perk that was only reserved for people who were willing to fork over the big bucks to stay on site has now been... Uh, given out yeah, on a very limited basis. And not as good. and not Definitely not as good, um, but has been given to the general public. Yeah, and that's where my issue with it is, especially as a travel agent, mm-hmm. you're selling that as a selling point to staying on property. Well, you know, if you stay at the Wyndham, you cannot get the Disney dining plan. If you stay at the Holiday Inn, you cannot get the Disney dining plan. Right. Well, guess what? Now you can. Now, again, it's only counter service, but slippery slope, this was very successful, and they make a lot of money from offsite guests buying it. Why would they not expand it to table service? Well, especially when you see, like, uh, you know, and maybe we'll get to this later. Maybe we won't have time for it, but when you see that they're willing to sell fast passes now over at Disneyland, mm-hmm. uh, it's like an old wrestler used to say: "Everything has a price." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> everybody has a price, and if they're if they're finding out that they're making some money off of this, yeah. Mm. You think this would make sense for the locals? Well, that's that's no. That's, I don't know about. It may, I don't think so because I don't think so yet. But again, if you were to expand this out to table services, maybe so. But mm. if you're a local, why not just stop at McDonald's and pay the three dollars? <laughs> no, but I mean, I have a lot of friends that are locals, and they do. They like to. Hey, you know what? What are you doing? Let's just go over to Epcot tonight for dinner, and they'll. You know, yeah, they'll definitely go yeah. over. Yeah, no, I get that Epcot for dinner. Yeah. Let's go to Magic Kingdom for Pecos Bill? No. No, no. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. Yeah. yeah, that's not a... But if you're an annual pass holder and you are going to the park for the day, so you got to eat somewhere... Yes. Then maybe so. You see, uh, look, if this is my options, I'm eating at home, uh, or, or, you know, I'm... Packing, packing some sandwiches? Packing I'm just, a, lunch, I'm huh? just But that's from the perception of someone who's not local. You know, I mean, you say that, but if you if you truly were local, you might have a if different I attitude. If I truly were, no, I don't think so. Because, I mean, I'm a local. Living here in Louisiana, there's fast food places everywhere. There's um, Lucky Dog stands. There's all this traditional New Orleans-type food, tourist trap places. And the locals don't go to them. Yeah, y'all don't go to Cafe de Moulin. Y'all don't go to... Thank you. You know, we don't... Have you. Yeah, you go eat normal. That's a good... <laughs> yeah. That's a good... That's a great point. That's a great point. Yeah. To me, this is the biggest drawback for me is that you're using this as a selling tool. Yes. And Disney has taught us as travel agents to use it as a selling tool. Mm-hmm. And now they're taking it away. To well, some degree. It's a small degree. Yeah. They're, they're only taking yeah. away a portion. Of, but I get it. No, no. I, I, look, people who have not gone to Disney before, have only gone to Disney once or twice, will be like, yeah, we can get by on that, that quick service stuff. And yes, if you look at the quick service, look, all the quick service locations that we read through, I'm sure each of them offers a healthy option. The problem is you're not, when everything else is cheese and, you know, bacon and pizza and everything, you're, you're going to skip right past that know, hummus man. and tomato sandwich. Uh, yeah, I eat that wet dirt <laughs> sandwich. Cucumber sandwich. Exactly. Break all the fried cheese, baby. And not just that, but if you, if you are, quote unquote, you know, buying, buying this and trying to make it worth your while, what are you mm-hmm. going to get? The most expensive thing. Mm-hmm. Which is going to be the super deluxe bacon cheeseburger double patty, whatever. Absolutely. Because you, you can't eat again until after four o'clock. <laughs> yeah, the cheapest options are the vegetarian options. Which so, is, that's unusual, right? If you think about it, like, isn't normally like healthy food, quote unquote, more expensive? Oh, uh, maybe if it's organic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe not, more expensive. not bleached. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, man, Disney, man, I've just, I've never seen anything like this. To where, and, and we discussed this on the previous show, and there are other things that we can discuss that would lead into this, but they are figuring out a way to put a price on everything. 
I mean, things that never had a price before have a price. And that's the scary part because that's that's what differentiates what for me in my mind Disney compared to Universal on mm-hmm. on the business side of it is that they don't nickel and dime you quote unquote. Well, you, they do, but they don't. Uh, they do. Uh, they they look, do and they don't. So, yes. Okay. So Universal, for example, and this is getting a little off topic, but Disney, you don't pay to park at the resort. Mm-hmm. If you drove in, you don't pay to park your car at the resort. At Disney, at Universal, you do. Right. Um, at Disney, you do not pay to get transportation to and from the airport with universal you do mm-hmm. um you know things like that so there's uh, things like that where you do get nickel and dimed quote unquote when you start quoting universal sometimes you're like okay well yes you can get these tickets but if you want the front of line pass you have to pay for this mm-hmm. and if you just and that does not include a resort fee and that does not include this and that does not include this and you have to explain all this stuff when you're explaining universal to someone when you say disney's like this is the price Bam. yes that's your tickets, that's your resort, that's your transportation, that's your food, and that's it. That's it. There's nothing else to it. It was universal. And so, again, if they start going down this road of, okay, well, you can get this plan, but this is going to be this much, and this is going to be this much, and this is going to be this much, then it makes it less appealing. Well, they're definitely making your job harder because they're giving you a yeah. lot more It's options. a lot more math. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a lot <laughs> more math, a lot more options to present yeah. to people. Yeah. And, and basically, you're presenting options that – are, are being tested out and you don't know how it's gonna yeah. it's gonna play out so now i mean if i had to go on this right now i'd say don't do that get the disney quick service plan if you want a quick service plan get the disney quick service plan because you're going to be able to eat at any restaurant that's counter service and you're going to get two snacks and you're going to get a refillable mug mm-hmm. so yeah but well who, you, know, who knows what this is going to morph into but it like say you booked somebody at a well, like, yeah, we want to save money. We're going to just go to, you know, we're going to stay at, like you said, a Holiday Inn, and we're going to go to Kroger's to get our food. I mean, this is still something where you can say, yeah, well, then don't even worry about getting this well, and not have all of those different stipulations that are coming right. with that. But that's not a person wanting a Disney vacation. That's a person with an Orlando vacation that wants to go to Disney. Oh, okay, because <laughs> I actually know saying? somebody There's, that's supposed to be no, going. That, that's, that's the that's, difference. That's, that's how not they a think. Disney vacation. I hear you. A Disney vacation is not going to Publix and putting six subs in your, in your <laughs> but there's some people and, yeah well, you know, you know so, that's that. not a disney vacation that's an orlando vacation that happens to be including some disney tickets <laughs> <laughs> i did not know the distinction thank you yes indeed so but so the, the overall thing is nobody would get this like Maybe. we don't recommend anybody getting i i wouldn't say no one but uh obviously if i if you're staying on site there's the disney dining plan is still better than this all right I yeah i would recommend if if you're staying off site you stay at the Holiday Inn, and you and your kids have driven down for the weekend, and health is not a big thing. It's <laughs> not a deal. <laughs> yeah, I, I would totally recommend getting this if you're looking to go ahead and, and, and feed two children on an affordable... Okay, money's an object, let's say, in this scenario. Money's an object. Then okay. do you get it. Like, the same thing, you, you, yes. you stay, you know... Off property, you you know you you try to be frugal so you can save the money so you have gas. Well, yeah, to get okay, back. now if you're saying now you're trying to be frugal, like you're really trying to do this at the lowest possible budget you can, then, then no, then no, no of I course not. But I, if you're going there and you're you're not looking to go all out, but you're looking to go ahead and and maximize your time in the parks, right? You want to experience some of that Disney. You want to eat in in there. You want to see what it looks like once you, you've heard something about it. Yeah. 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 Then I would suggest going ahead and doing it. I don't see it as a bad thing, but I do see it as stripping away a little bit about what makes... Th- that, to me, is the one negative about this, is you're stripping away what makes staying at the resort so special. You're only doing it by a small little percentage, and it's, it's, it's not enough to move the needle to where people should be angry about it, but... If enough people it's get enough it. enough to say, okay, we're going down this path. It comes that box, Pandora. What yeah. do you think? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So if you have an opinion on it, send us an email at show at magicrway.com. All right. And last up in the discussion, uh, article came out today. Disney is negotiating with Carrie Fisher's estate for more Leia. And uh, basically what it's saying, BBC Newsnight uh, is saying the Walt Disney Company is in negotiations with Carrie Fisher's estate over her continued appearance in the Star Wars franchise. And so obviously uh, this is likely meaning that they are looking to CGI Carrie Fisher into episode nine. Her work has been finished on episode eight. And uh, so they're looking to have her in there to help complete the story of Princess Leia. 
Uh, Lord knows what that is. But what do you guys think about that? What do you think uh, they should do with Princess Leia here? Obviously, we didn't really get a chance to talk about Carrie Fisher's passing because... Timing and... Yeah, timing and everything like that. And I think we weren't really running a show at that point in time. We we had a back show that we had to air. So we didn't really get a chance to touch on it. And um, man, Princess Leia and Han Solo was my favorite on-screen couple. Uh, my two favorite characters from the Star Wars movies. I was not a Luke guy. Mm-hmm. I was always more into the Han and Leia storyline. And I think it, Richard Hercher may have brought this up. Mr. Mononymous may have brought this up on Facebook. And we were talking about it, and I was talking about how you've got Han dying early for no reason whatsoever, and that left a bad taste in some people's mouths, mine particularly. Uh, and now with Carrie passing, you just know that this is going to feel incomplete in some kind of a manner. Yeah, it's going to be difficult, needless to say, for them to have a storyline because Harrison Ford was bad enough. He was the biggest actor in this whole thing. Yes. He's gone. Yes. She's the next biggest actor. She's gone. Mm-hmm. Who carries the show, first of all? Well, who, who carries the storyline? I mean... I, I think it left off with the, with the last one, with Force Awakens. I think it left off enough to where Luke was supposed to carry the show. And I think Luke can carry the show. Now, I you mean, said she, right. she filmed Fisher. her... She, they're done filming eight. Yes. So that, there's not going to have to re- rewrite any storylines or anything like that. Well... Maybe, maybe not. I mean, depending maybe on the how, way it ends or... Yeah, uh, you know, depending like on that. how her character is left off at that point in time. Now, if you're going to have her die off screen, then you might need to do a couple of rewrites to go ahead and close out her character. Whatever they do, there probably is going to have to be some level of rewrites because I'm even if they get her CGI'd version into the, the last movie, which would be episode nine yeah. of this trilogy... It's going to be limited. It's got to be limited. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if anything, it's like um, when Paul Walker had passed away and then they had like, you know, Fast and Furious, like, well, now he had a, a sibling and then, you know, so you, you had that cat doing like faraway shots, but you got to remember, they're always going to have like stunt people and stuff like that. So maybe this is a thing where they should have enough footage of her, like just in general, that I would imagine when they CGI, just like, you know, just it's like, you know, adding almost like uh, makeup, you know, to a person. And then just having like uh, some stunt cat come out there and just have her do some crazy stuff where you're like, okay, we already know that's an unbelievable action. But, you know, it kind of takes away from having to remember the, the personability of it. Yeah, but know? Princess Leia she, she is can't not be, she's, running she's, around performing stunts. At, at, I mean, I'm, she barely moved in the last one. <laughs> well, that's true. That's very that's very true. But I don't know what this next one entails. But they're saying like, unless you're just gonna have some scene where she's on a ship and then oh no, the ship explodes. I mean, that would make everybody upset too because that doesn't you know give any. I, I would imagine she's got to die like quote unquote of natural causes or something like that. Because, I mean, she I mean, becomes a, a Jedi. You can't kill her. In the books, you right? can't. Uh, yeah, I'm with Lee on this. Okay, so let's get into like what- Han. Han, you can kill him. He's a man. He's a smuggler. He's a tough dude. Whatever you want to say, and yeah, that's how he would probably. Not that he would want to get killed needlessly, but that's how you would want to go. Well, like, he did, you know. But that's how you'd want to go. You'd want to get killed as a man. Yeah, but no, no man wants to get killed. Char- the man female would- character, you don't want to see them get killed. You don't necessarily, but I, I, again, I guess what I'm trying to say is that they have no choice at this point in time. No, I'm not saying she can't die. Yes. But she has to die of something like... Great something something noble. Yeah. Or- yeah, no. And look, you can write it to where she dies of something noble, but who wants to see an on-screen death of a CGI Carrie Fisher after Carrie Fisher is really died? died? Yeah. I mean, right. that is a Thanks definition too. of poor taste to me. Um, so you can't, if you're going to bring her back CGI, you can't kill her. Okay. At least not on screen. So she like flies off into like a other galaxy or something. Like she, I mean, you know, there's no real, or she lives on and she just contributes, but she contributes in, in slight little ways. I mean, if you look at force awakens, she was barely in that movie. Mm -hmm. I mean, in her screen, uh, her screen time was basically limited to, Standing around, and she didn't have any action sequences or no. All. She just kind of had some conversations and right now. And here's the tough part: there's a big problem. Is that the CGI characters? I know they like to show off, and I, I know about you know uh, Peter Cushing when they 
put them in Rogue One. I've seen Rogue One. I haven't seen a great copy of Rogue One <laughs> because of the way I watched it, and I'll say no more than that. <laughs> um, but even looking at the copy that I saw, I could see where they're close. Yeah. They're close on that and you CGI know, Who thing. knows how much technology is going to mm-hmm. grow in a year? Yeah, well, a lot. Yeah. But they're not there yet. I yeah. mean, there's still something a little dead-eyed, a little... Um, I mean, she can't have a two-hour part, you know, the... Well, not only that, she can't really convey a whole lot of emotion. And that's kind of who Leia is. Mm. She's the emotional... Center? Yeah, center of the movies. Right. At least she has been. Hopefully, whatever they did with her in, in part eight, I guess is what it would be. And I heard that the scenes that were in there were she was going to have some kind of a, a confrontation with Kylo Ren and a reuniting with Luke. Mm. Which is great because those are the two scenes that they had to get out of the way. Mm. Whatever she's involved in from here on in as a CGI character, there's no way, and, and this should have been like this even if Carrie Fisher didn't die, there's no way Luke, Han, or Leia should have been the centerpiece of the third tri- the third act what of if, this new trilogy. What if they would have put her character on something that gets blown up? A ship? Another planet? That's, like that. that's what I, I would think. You I could do that, Have I a suppose. CGI, very limited, mm-hmm. place her there, and then have... What is the first order now? Yes. Mm-hmm. Have them blow up whatever she's on. Yes. I, I You could do that. Here's the yeah, only thing I, mean, I would say. That would be just a disrespectful way. But if she does something wrong, I don't, something, know, I don't know if that's say. The right, maybe that's not the right word. No, but it's, it's not like, the right word, Lee, but I follow what you're saying. It's not disrespectful. It's not. It's not but it's not. It's not befitting of her. Thank you. That's the better way character. of putting it. Yeah, but okay. She deserves, Walt Whitman over there. She, she deserves better than oh, to get Captain blown up. Captain, my captain. <laughs> and she deserves better than to get blown up on a ship. Yeah, you she know. does. Yeah, but she, what's a what's a nice way to end a a character like that? Because here's the here's the thing. Like that's what I'm saying. You got to go out Yoda style. Well, I mean, what? Just you just fade away, just go to sleep, or whatever. I don't think you. you I, I think can't you do can't. That. No, I'm with you on that too. I again, I, this is where Lee and I part. I don't think you can kill her. Yeah. I think she's unkillable at this point in time. People are going to be like, wait a minute. You went out and brought Carrie Fisher back in the movie just to kill her again? Really? It, it has to be a, a fitting way for the fan community to say goodbye without making it seem like we brought her back just to kill her for continuity's sake. <laughs> just right. to kill her because we have no idea what else to do with her. We brought her back just to have that. If that happens, you might as well kill her off screen. And, and, and this is, again, we had this discussion with Mr. Mononymous, and I said this. To me, this is... This makes me hate the new Star Wars movies because I loved feeling as though, again, Han and Leia were my favorite characters. I loved feeling this Star Wars to me ended perfectly. Evil was done. It was punished. It was gone. The Emperor was gone. Darth Vader real, saw the light before he went. The Death Star blew up. There was nothing left of the Empire at that point. Ewok in time. singing. Ewok singing. Peace restored to the galaxy. And it's like, Nothing got better. Nothing got better. Han and Leia, they were separated. They gave birth to the Antichrist. <laughs> Han dies needlessly off screen. Now Leia's character is in limbo. You're just trying to find a suitable way to get her off screen. It's like, what a sad ending. Falcon gets stuck on a desert planet. Yeah. <laughs> Saw like pit. Oh, I'll give you one. Why not have Leia fly off at Lando? <laughs> <laughs> Lando's piloting the Falcon, and he, like, him and Leia go yeah. on and go to Cloud City. Yeah, and <laughs> going out. How, how you doing? How you doing? <laughs> Got some Colt forty five in the back. That's up, babe. Well, yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. He ends up back back on Endor, living with the Ewoks again. There you go. Maybe. See, I mean, there's a bunch of ways you could you could do it. And if she's already been filmed in the next movie, which is good. I mean, they have enough footage that they could stretch it out. I mean, I've seen... I mean, okay. Um, but it, I don't think it works like that. But, like, okay, let's say Brandon Lee and the crew. Yeah. Okay, so he dies midway through filming uh-huh. of the of the movie. Now, she had already filmed the first, the second movie, right? Yes. Okay, so that, like you said, that's on her belt. Well, what they did with him was they basically had the stunt double, but they didn't have CGI as good as they did now. 
Yeah, right? but what you're saying is different from the standpoint that you at least had half a movie of, of Brandon Lee yes. and you filled in the gaps. But no, you have you a had, whole movie. Well, yeah, but when I'm talking her, about her, no, you have a whole movie without her. In other you words, have a whole movie on eight. You can't take clips. Yeah, of her. that's what I'm saying. Well, you, eight is done. Yeah, eight's yeah, eight done. Is, We're talking about nine. Oh yeah, yeah but, but, but you're I'm, saying grab screen footage of Leia from eight and just throw her into. Well, I'm not saying like you know like let's just cut the part where she was in there and then like just throw that film in there right. in the next movie. What I'm saying is you have enough face because I mean there's things that have been edited. I'm sure, but that's to, not how it works. I'm just saying that's an option. You don't just take her screenshot from part eight and put it into part nine. You have to digitally recreate her face. Yeah, yeah, well, and you, I'm, you, you have I'm something sure. to base it off of. Is that that? Well, yeah. Well, I'm sure they have digitally scanned. I'm sure they have that. But I mean, I guess what I'm saying is that the footage from eight mm-hmm. isn't going to help them in nine, unless there's some scene that they like. Okay, if we cut out that out, leave this scene here, and let it play in part nine, that's a better send off to carry than include. So we'll delay the big Kylo Ren confrontation until nine, as opposed to doing. Basically, the story is screwed. <laughs> Basically, whatever story they were trying to tell anymore. us. Huh? Right. She's not there. She's not there. The story depends on, on her being there. She's not there. And, and I, mm-hmm. Just fantasy world here, but do you think they could refilm part of eight and put part of eight into nine and film the rest of nine? You know, like split eight in half, add some stuff on the end. There's the two things that need to be there. The like beginning the of nine yeah. is the end of eight. And then you finish the rest of the film. They can do whatever they uh, want, yeah. basically. But, I mean, you're right. Yeah. yeah. That's they've, impo- got, they've got till December. <laughs> yeah. Without knowing where the story is going to go, it's, it's an impossible question they, to they answer. They made a big deal in Force Awakens. Her, she kept saying that she knew there was still light in Kylo Ren. Yes. So that has to be, she has to have, to have that confrontation with him. Yes. Was that going to be on this movie, episode eight? Or did they Supposedly. have that plan for episode nine? I believe from what I've read, and, and again, this is all. Rumor and innuendo. I believe from what I've read that that's whatever confrontation she's having with Kylo Ren happens in this next movie and has already been filmed. Having said that, that does not mean that's the only confrontation. Maybe I'm sure if they do this akin to um, the first trilogy, that Kylo Ren, if he's going to turn back to the, the light, as you said, because there's still light in him, I'm assuming that turn's going to happen in the last one. And yeah, just like who else Vader. would who else is there to be there for him to help make that turn except for his mother? But she's not there anymore. You can't convey that much emotion with a CGI character. I mean, it's just whatever happens has to happen through the newer characters in this film. Hopefully, that's what they're gearing up towards. I hope then with that with 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 that you you kind of made a spark in my head like like you say fantasy land. I hope it's a mama uncle. Beat down on Kylo Ren, like double lightsaber, like Phantom Menace with like Dark Ball. Mm-hmm. You know, that would be kind of cool. You so know you want Leia and Luke, Leia and Luke, basically just, just destroy him. They don't destroy me, you know, he's, but he's defended himself. And, you know, um, I think that would be cool because I definitely would know you wouldn't have seen that. And she is, I mean, if they, if they keep with some of the books, I mean, she could be a Jedi, right? Well, Maybe. she does have powers, but, yes. they, but they never get displayed. No. So there you go. Well, I, so, well how I mean, cool would that be, though? Her midichlorians is what <laughs> gave Kylo Ren his powers. Actually, well, she didn't do a good job. Yeah, you gotta fix that. <laughs> Get that lightsaber. Every parent knows sometimes you gotta lay the stick down on your kid. <laughs> Coming to the stage, midichlorians. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But hopefully, they probably would have to. Um, they'd have to let it. They'd have to let it go. Because eh? it's. It's well, nice. they're not going to do that though. They've already paid this yeah. money for this franchise. They've got to, yeah. They, they've got to go till nine. So y'all all think, okay. So l- let, yeah, let's just okay. let's gauge the room here. Yeah. What do you think they should do? Killer keeper. How how does it work? Killer killer keeper or the character or of Leia. Yeah, no, I know. I, know I don't mean did. to be disrespectful. No, to no, Fisher. no. I, I thought there was a third thing to come with it because that was kind of well. Really, I mean, it comes down to killer keeper now. Killer you, keeper capturer. You can kill her like. On screen, you can kill her off screen. I think right. off screen probably be more preferable, considering. But I mean, what? W- <sighs> there are nicer ways to handle it, but killer or keeper. I, um, for the ninth, like this this ninth movie, this last movie, how would how should they do it? Yeah, I, I would. I would say. I would say you should kill her. Kill her. I would. I would say. And, and how would you kill her? I would give her a, a, like something pretty cool and heroic. 
Okay, so uh, you would CGI kill her on screen. Like I would People have her, would watch Carrie Fisher die again. I would have her do something really just badass. Like, you know, like like flying a, flying a ship into something. Because something that's out of character. Just like you saw Han die, and you were like, come on. We all know it was a trap. You know, we knew it was a trick. But to make the story progress, that's what they did. I don't see why they can't rewrite the rules with this one. I say you give her a, a hardcore send-off. She is basically like, she's a... A battle-tested character. We just never see her in battle. You know what I mean? If, well, I mean, you, you saw her mix it up a little bit in Star Wars. You saw it in a Jedi bit. a bit. A little bit, yeah. I mean, you know, but, she could fire a gun. So, I mean, you know, she, she could get down. I'm just saying, give her something, like, really, like, massively heroic. That's that's what I would Okay. Do. Um, old Zach Galifianakis, <laughs> you go. Ooh. <laughs> uh, I'm stuck, man, because I have no idea. Honestly, like... I get what you're saying. Um, you know, in my mind, she's got to go because she is gone in real life, and you send her off somehow. But you make a good point. You know, it's like that's—is that a fair send off? Is that a good tribute to to her and her character? Mm-hmm. If you keep her, maybe you have some way to send her off at the beginning of the movie to train the new Jedi's or something. I, I'm not really sure how you do it. I, I, I'm trying to come but up with she's something. she's not a Jedi herself because yeah. you really couldn't do that. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the idea of actually having some real footage of her in 9 if it's at all possible. But, I like that too. You know, I like I mean, that too. And then is- somehow towards the end of that real footage, you build her a send-off mm-hmm. and then wherever that may mean, whether it goes back to, I mean, all of her family and her everyone was destroyed on Alderaan, mm-hmm. so she doesn't have anyone there. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have Han anymore. She's got Luke. Luke's her brother. Yeah, and that's it. That's all she's got. So, does she take off on another adventure for the for the uh, the rebels or you know what? What is it? I think she's back at the base like she normally is, making sure that the rebels have some guidance when they're in there. Mm-hmm. Their final fight with the Empire. You could easily do that with just a with just you know voice and audio. I mean, audio is a different thing than than video, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the other thing. Is she going to sound like Leia? Because I mean, Carrie Carrie Fisher's voice is pretty distinct. Yeah. But I'm sure they have enough tools to do that. Yeah. Kirk. Hearing all the opinions, I think it would be a better idea to keep her and, like you said, let her move on mm-hmm. in peace. Yeah. Maybe help rebuild again. The Republic, or a better one would be to have her retire to Naboo, mm-hmm. where her, her mother was from. Yeah, I think being the actual actress herself died a tragic death mm-hmm. to kill the character. Yes, like like Lisa would be a little disrespectful. Yes, or that wouldn't be worthy. Let her still be alive, like Paul Walker. They didn't kill him in Fast and Furious, they let him right drive off. off into the distance. Yes, they should do the same thing with Leia. I agree. Because again, we had Han die a needless death, mm-hmm. and Harrison Ford still alive. Like you say, he's jumping in his money, being like Scrooge McDuck. Or <laughs> 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 Carrie Fisher being that she actually died. I think she should be allowed to to live on, just retire in peace. You know, one caveat to that: let's say they do find a, a decent, respectful way to kill Leia. I don't know how you would do that, but at, at the very end of the film, there is in there a CGI shot of. Han and Jedi Leia holding hands so that way they found peace in the afterlife. You know, like you always see Ben in the, he's the blue ghost. Yoda was the blue ghost right. at the very end. At the very end, Luke sees those, his father. He sees, a, and they've moved on to the force. They've become these, if you get to see Han and Leia living the life they didn't get to live because these new set of movies messed it all up. <laughs> if you get to see that, maybe then I'd be okay with it. But I'll, I'll, I'm a Kirk on this one. I think you find a, 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 a nice suitable way to let her live on without you know trying to make her a focal point of the story because I don't think it works like that. I think she needs a suitable send off but uh you know real quick all right so side little discussion Kirk brought this up before and uh, while we were at dinner and I thought this merited some discussion here um Kirk had asked and because there's this new petition that was started online about making Leia a Disney princess. So what do you guys think? And we'll start with um, unshaven Richard Kimball over there. 
<laughs> was the one-armed man. Don't he look like Richard Campbell before he <laughs> off the radar? Speaking of Harrison Ford, okay. So uh, you find that man. <laughs> you find him. <laughs> Lee. I thought about it. Number one is there. There's no Disney princess that is not a cartoon. Yes. So well, number, that's not true. Who? Giselle. Who's Giselle? Oh, from that. Enchanted. Enchanted. Well, there goes now, that. Now, but is she a member of that Disney princess line? No. I don't know that she is. I don't think she is. I've seen her included here to there right. in like some screenshots, but for the vast majority of the time, no. I just don't see it. It's two different universes. I agree. You've got space, and you've got cartoons, and you've got castles, and you've got... It just doesn't. It doesn't mesh. It doesn't work together. I agree. I mean, you'd have to put her in a friggin' princess costume. Yeah. You know. I mean, and I admire the people and, and what they're trying to I do. I understand what it is, but there's something better than her being a Disney princess. I agree. You know, I, well, I don't know what the equivalent is in Star Wars world, but give her a window on Main Street if you can do it. If, if you need give her something in New Star Wars Land. There's got to be somewhere. Oh, there you go. oh and I'm sure they will do that. They've got to do so. There's got to be some way to do that. They should do that just out of right. Even if this didn't sense. happen, yeah. yeah. Eli, I, I, I don't think she. I don't think she could be a. a should be a Disney princess, but it's kind of along the same lines. Not necessarily because what's a cartoon and what is real. It's just more like she was a princess in a different franchise. Yeah, and. Uh, so she wasn't, you know, she doesn't really follow in the sense she doesn't follow the Disney princess mm-hmm. guideline, if you will. I, um, you know, it's branding almost to, to me. I uh, agree. It was almost like she was like a princess in the first one. And then ever since then, she's, just, she's been a general. Yeah. That's really what she's known for. Her, her claim to fame as a princess was not created by Disney, but Kirk. She's not a Disney princess. Okay. She's Lucasfilm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Disney princess should be a character who was came was first seen in a disney production she's a she, disney purchase princess yes. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, said i want to buy lucasfilm he bought mm-hmm. lucasfilm but princess leia was already an established character so yeah that doesn't make her just because disney bought her doesn't make her a disney princess right it's like there's just this weird it's just this weird thing of branding and, and i see everybody's coming from with it like yeah she should be a disney princess because disney owns everything but uh not this yeah i don't think not in this in this case you know i'm with you on the star wars land though like making a statue or bust or something yeah. like that i agree with that yeah but no that's not somebody that should be parading around in the you know palace or something like that you know in the magic kingdom i think that's kind of i mean that's weird. a good point i mean it, it's almost actually disrespectful to her as a person to then live on off of her likelihood in the parks mm-hmm. and have her like paraded around and stuff like that i mean so. we'll think of it like this let's say uh zoe Soldata, you know passes away god forbid does that mean <laughs> you make gamora a princess now because of of you know what i mean of her lineage yeah. yeah i mean do you say like well she should be a disney princess no it's a it's just a it's a different universe. yeah use a different franchise like you know? I, I don't have a problem with the people who have the t-shirts on that says um my favorite disney princess and is leia there because technically she's owned by disney she is a princess technically that's all true i just don't want to when you say disney princess you're included in that product line that's who wants thing, to yeah, see it's like, now you're gonna that. pimp out the princess leia princess yes line and and, and dress what, up and doll and you know yeah. and the parade and she's gonna be at the welcome show and yeah, i just i don't think it's i don't think it does what you think it what they right. think it's gonna do and that's what being a disney princess means to me and I, again yeah i think that's everything carefully like carrie fisher was very open and on you know it, it's interesting we're having this discussion about her using her image in these movies when for years, she made jokes and, and made light of the fact that George Lucas owned her image, and she never got a nickel for it. <laughs> you know that he he sold things with her head on it that they could twist off, and and all like she basically said one of her jokes. And it was a funny joke is that every time she looked in the mirror, she felt like she owed George Lucas a quarter or something like that. <laughs> so it, it, it was kind of funny, and and going along with that, reading from this article, um, it, it says right here, you know, because they're they're talking about you know this 
you know, Carrie Fisher and how they're trying to acquire, uh, they're trying to talk to her estate about, you know, using her rights and says, um, if Disney gets to go ahead, Carrie Fisher will join Peter Cushing, who last month, 15 years after his death, played a key role in Rogue One as Grand Moff Tarkin, which is really important to note is that, you know, yeah, Peter Cushing, you bring him back, it, it, it's been close to 20 years mm-hmm. since he died, maybe 30 years since his character died on screen. With Carrie, max, you're going to get three years. So it'll still be somewhat fresh. But anyway, it says, with computers, anything is possible, but is it desirable? While some living actors are contracting over the use of their image when they die, others, like Robin Williams, who killed himself in 2014, explicitly banned the commercial use of his image until 2039. So this is now a thing where actors are negotiating actively for the rights to their image to be used in film and everything like that after their death because of the advance of of CGI in movies. Mm. So like a lot of people were like talking about if they did like a live action version of Aladdin, including some kind of thing to to Robin Williams in there. And no, not unless you're doing it. 2040. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're getting into some crazy law and about well, you know, intellectual would, property. Yeah. And, stuff and I can see like where that. that you would want to do that. I mean, I remember, do you remember yeah. there was a lawsuit from Johnny Cash's family? Yeah. Because Preparation H wanted to make a commercial with using the song Ring of Fire. <laughs> I'm not making that up. And so, <laughs> you know, his family, of course, was pissed off. Like, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> see, now. You know, in the case of Carrie Fisher, though, I give it some some leniency on this one because kind of like you know Paul Walker, Brandon Lee, like we talked about before, they had already agreed to do the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah Carrie absolutely. saw the scripts. Well, maybe she hadn't screened the script for part nine, but I'm sure she had an idea what the story arc was. Right. To she agree to, to do it, to yeah. do the film, she wanted to complete Leia's character arc for whatever it is. Although I, I saw an interview with her recently where they asked her about being in Star Wars. And they said, was there like a moment of hesitation? And she said, are you kidding? I'm a female actress. I'm over 40. I got to take whatever they offer to me or else they're going to give it to Jodie Foster. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, she's always been funny like that. She always joked about her involvement. And she, Han and Leia, they were kind of, you know, Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher, they kind of had fun with that stuff. Anyway, but so, okay, so we're all in agreement that she's not really the traditional Disney princess and, right. and that yeah. um, that although it's a nice sentiment, I, I don't know that we all want to see her. Yeah, I just don't think it translates well. and yeah, no, wrapped in fabric soft and right. like Jasmine. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not good with that. Okay, and scene. All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up here uh, for another episode of the Magic Our Way podcast. We want to thank everybody that came in today. Eli, thank you. Not a problem. Kirk, thank you. Hagrid, thank you. No we problem. We appreciate y'all. <laughs> Good old Burl. <laughs> we appreciate y'all coming down here and sharing your thoughts. Uh, guys, if you have any comments whatsoever you know how to get in touch with us you know how to catch all of our past archives it's on magicourway.com the email is show at magicourway.com Facebook Twitter you can find us all there but um, before we get into us let's let a let's let the people who are here that have some outside projects talk about what they do Eli let you go all right well well, thank you guys sir Uh, as always Please feel free to visit my comic site, www.ivorycomics.com. Uh, you can find some good art there, some videos, interviews, all kind of good stuff. Maybe you got a kid that likes to draw. Or maybe you got a nephew and niece that wants to learn to draw a comic. Well, I think this is a good place for them to start. Check that out. <laughs> okay. Always here if you need me. Uh, you can also find me on Facebook, Eli H. Ivy Project Gation, which is the book that I'm working on, right? Got a whole Facebook page as well as being on the website, so Project Geisha, Facebook.com. If you want to find me on Instagram, that's EIV504. And on Twitter, Hancock10166. So I'm all over the place. You reach me where you can find me. That's the story. And that's the glory. Take it away. <laughs> Michael McDonald. Shine sweet freedom. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Carl Marx, why don't you tell us a little bit about your wonderful travel agent services? So if you would like to 
travel to Walt Disney World, Disneyland, all Disney Cruise Line, all that good stuff, just give me a call at 413-DIZ-TRIP. That's 419-D-I-Z-T-R-I-P, 413-349-8747. Check out the Facebook page at facebook.com slash travel. L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A, travel. And you can email me at lee at magicrway.com. All right. Thank you very much, Lee. And Kirk, thank you so much for coming in again. This is two times in a row. Have we irritated you yet? <laughs> oh, I was about to ask. I'm off again next week. <laughs> I, am I irritating you all yet? No. No, not, not at all. You bring us gifts every time you come. Today you brought yes. alcohol. Keep bringing, right. the, keep bringing alcohol. You keep it right. four strong, too. You, uh, you know the secret to our hearts. <laughs> yep. That's right. I, I can afford that. Just pack a beer every time we come. Sure. Hey, you know, you saved me enough money that I can get one of those vouchers next time I go to Disney World for the dining plan. <laughs> Well, look, man, thank you again for coming down. You are welcome to come back again, and we'll let, let us figure out what we're covering next week. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> sure. All right. And, um, guys, thank you for listening. Uh, we really appreciate that. And hey, thank you, too, Danny, for jumping in and stepping in, co-hosting the show as well. I appreciate that, questions. man. I thought Lee was taking over the reins, but apparently. No, yeah. I only feel half the seat. So I'm only going to host half the show. That's butt big enough to fill more than <laughs> half a seat. I can tell you that. <laughs> the so look, seat. Guys, if you have any comments, any questions, anything to say whatsoever, besides our email address, just give us a call at 1-815-MOWEEKEN. That is 1-815-MOWEEKEN. 1-815-669-4226. Guys, call us anytime. And um, that just about wraps up. There's nothing I can think of here that we need to mention. Wrapped so, it up like a Christmas present. I think so. So we here, we say quaharini. And zucchini. <laughs> and bikinis. Magic out. I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. <laughs>